There are so many times in life when we make things harder than they have to be. It could be a project that you feel the need to go above and beyond with, or a business offer that you don't believe is enough, so you add more and more. Or it might be in your personal life with an event you're hosting or your cleaning routine. But when we make it harder than it should be, we end up sacrificing time, money, and even the relationships around us with no real return on investment. Today we're chatting about this very topic and three ways that you can simplify your approach to business so that you don't make it more complicated than it should be. Sound like something you need? Well then, let's jump in and get started. Hey, and welcome to Mama Business, a workshop-style podcast that helps busy mamas like you navigate the highs and lows of managing a family and having a business dream too. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a hobby blogger turned business growth specialist. It's my job every day to help mamas grow, scale, and thrive in the online business world without sacrificing their family lives. Each episode features real-life talk about home and business, coupled with actionable strategies you can implement immediately. No fluff necessary. So if you are ready to create a bigger impact at home and in business, you are in the right place. This is Mama Business. Well, hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Bremley, and I am so excited that you're joining me here today. Now, I have had a huge amount of reviews come into the podcast, and so I just wanted to single out one, and maybe I'll do this a little bit more frequently as we go forward, but I just wanted to um, just read Meg B. Gepp's uh, review. She said, um, she titled it very inspiring and helpful. It says, so glad I came across this podcast. So many of us want to grow a business without compromising our family and our society often pushes success, but while sacrificing family, faith, and what matters most, it's refreshing to hear such great tips and ways to start and grow a business while keeping first things first. Can't wait to keep listening. So Meg B. Gep, if you are currently listening, thank you so much for this great review. I am so happy that you find this podcast helpful and inspiring to you. If you have not left a review for the Mom of Business podcast, would you just do me a favor right now and just pause this episode and go do so? Just scroll to the bottom of the screen. It should give you an option to click five stars and then you just click the write a review button there and leave a review. Honestly, as a podcaster, it's one of the best ways for me to be able to hear what you have to say, what you're thinking about the podcast episodes, which ones are your favorites, and also it allows Apple and other podcast platforms to be able to more readily share my podcast with other like-minded mamas who need this information. So definitely just pause for a second and rate and review the show and I would be so appreciative. I do read each and every one of them and I'd love to feature yours on the show. Alrighty, the topic for today's episode actually comes from a conversation that my husband and I had about a contestant on one of the TV shows we enjoy watching. And it's a show called Forged in the Fire and maybe you've watched it, but if not, it's essentially where participants forge out knives or other types of blades and then they get critiqued and eliminated until someone comes out the winner. It's probably like any other competition type show that you might watch, except that there's really no drama and that's why we love 
love it. But anyways, at the beginning of each round, the contestants are given parameters for what their blades should look like and what materials and technique they should use to come up with a completed blade. Beyond that, it's up to the bladesmiths to make sure that their knife shows up at the end of the round in the best possible state it can. So that means no cracks or any other flaws in the blade that could cause it to break when the judges test it. Now, what we've seen a lot over the last few episodes we've watched is contestants choosing to take it a step or two further in an attempt to impress the judges. And that's not necessarily bad, but the problem with this is that they make it so complicated for themselves that instead of simply sticking to the basic parameters, they end up finishing with a less than par blade because they didn't have enough time or resources to finish what they set out to do. And as I'm watching this play out, I'm thinking that while we aren't contestants on a TV show, we do tend to overcomplicate running businesses. Because the truth of the matter is, it's a lot simpler than we make it out to be most of the time. Today, I want to challenge us to think about what we actually need in business and how we can approach it from a simpler perspective as we finish out 2022 and move into the year 2023. Sound good? Yay! Okay. So to do so, I'm going to talk about the three things you need to know in order to run a successful business. Trust me, if you know these things, you don't need to add more in order to make it bigger or better. Because when you add too much, you overcomplicate. That confuses you, it confuses your clients, and it rarely leads to the type of success you're looking for. So stick with me here as we move through these three things. The first thing you need to know is what you offer. Now, we spend a lot of time talking about helping others understand what product or service you provide, but more often than not, the issue starts a little closer to home. So here's my question to you. Is it clear to you what product or service you offer, or are you all over the place? If you got some goosebumps right there when I said that, or maybe a feeling of dread that's tying a knot in your stomach, you aren't alone. This is something that many, if not all, business owners struggle with at one point in time or another. The key is not to stay in this state of, I don't know. And while you might have a very specific service you provide or a product that you sell, it's really the result that you provide that matters. In my case, I offer online marketing strategies to mamas so that they can grow a business without sacrificing their family. That's pretty simple, right? Now here's the kicker. I'm not also promising that they will be able to work for NASA, get down to their goal weight, or keep their kids from doing drugs in the future. No, the result I provide has mama business owners working with me to find business growth that doesn't have them doing all of the things or working all of the hours while sacrificing their family life. Instead, they get to have their family life and the business growth all at the same time. Make sense? So know what you offer that gets your client results and then stay in your lane. That really quickly leads me into the second thing you need to know, which is who do you serve? In my case, I serve moms. That's where I target my marketing. That's who I speak to in my emails and in this podcast that you're listening to and everywhere else I share about my business. Can I provide business growth strategies for people who aren't moms? Absolutely. Do I? Absolutely. And yet I only speak to moms. Why? Because it allows me to really narrow down what that specific person, that mom needs, and help her get those really amazing results of growing that business without sacrificing her family. 
I listen to her, her struggles, and what she needs during this season of her life. Because motherhood is a complicated season. And then, because I know all of that, I'm able to speak directly to her about those topics. Plus, it helps me know where to show up, which platforms to choose, and which ones to leave behind, which is really great if my goal is simplifying, right? Alrighty, the final thing you need to know is how you get the results you promise. This should very clearly be the method in which you provide your product, service, or other offer in order to get your client the best result possible. So if you run a weight loss program, perhaps you help them get that result through the meal plans you provide, or maybe it's through an exercise plan. When they follow that plan, they will see results. If the result you provide is to help moms clothe their babies without the expense of buying new, then you will likely provide that result by sourcing gently used clothing and then pricing it at reasonable rates. This is most often where the overcomplication starts. Don't overcomplicate this. How do you get results? If you don't know, it's time to figure it out. And that honestly might mean taking a break if you really don't have a clue. Because the worst thing you can do is promise results you can't provide. Remember those contestants I talked about in the beginning? They promised results above and beyond the parameters, and more often than not, they got eliminated early on. Don't set yourself up for failure by doing the same. Now, if you are clear on how you get results for your clients and customers, then use that. Don't try to add more on just because you can. Don't offer them math lessons if all they really want to do is lose 10 pounds before their high school graduation. Get your client the results they want. They'll be happy, and so will you. Okie dokie. I don't know about you, but I feel like that was a lot, but really not so much at the same time. Am I right? And the truth is, it really is that simple. When you know what you offer, who you serve, and how you get the results you promise, then you have the exact strategy you need to start, grow, and scale your online business. Simple as that. Which means it's time to take some action. And you know me, I love action because action is where the dreams turn into the reality. And I'm hopeful that you are going to really sit down and work through each step we talked about today. But if you only have time for one thing, it's this. Think about everything you provide or want to provide in your business and determine whether it actually helps your client or customer get the results you promise. If it doesn't, it's time to let it go because the moment you start to add something that doesn't get the results you promise is the moment that you overcomplicate your business, confuse your customers and clients and halt your business growth. And quite honestly, destroy your sanity as well too. And nobody wants that. So that's what I would like you to focus on today if you're only gonna pick one thing from this episode. And also I do just wanna throw it out there. If you are struggling to put any part of this strategy together for your business, you're not alone and you're not a failure because you haven't figured out that part of the strategy. So I wanna just encourage you, if that's you, grab a mama business strategy session. Let's work together to clarify your mission so that you can achieve greater success in the upcoming year without sacrificing your family life. You can grab your session today at sarahbrumley.com strategy. Once again, that's sarahbrumley.com strategy, or you can follow the link in the show notes. Alrighty, mama, I am cheering you on. And so until next time, have an amazing day and I will speak to you then. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.